going on, everybody? This is Charles S. Livingston, a co-host of the Hogcast, your uh, favorite place for uh, Arkansas Razorback information via the podcast. I'm joined tonight by uh, one of my other co-hosts. There are three of us. Uh, this one's Colby Yarbrough. Colby? What's up, everyone? Colby's uh, been running everywhere around uh, central Arkansas tonight looking for Raid and uh, shaving cream. Did you say it was? <laughs> Not shaving cream, just razors. Oh, oh, you already got the shaving cream. You just needed something to cut your face with? Yes. And uh, tonight we're going to continue with our SEC West preview uh, special. Uh, last week we had my, my homie uh, Hayden George on talking about the Alabama Crimson Tide. This week we have a longtime friend of the podcast, uh, <laughs> Ole Miss uh, experts, uh, Alex McDaniel on. Alex, what's happening? Hi, how are y'all? Oh, I'm so good. Colby? <laughs> I'm good. Good. I'm not, I wouldn't call. I would use the expert word. That is a tall order, and I'm certainly no expert. You should just uh, somebody who knows more about Ole Miss than I do. How about That's that? Possible. Somebody that who once hung out with Bo Wallace at a bar. <laughs> and met <laughs> Hugh Freeze. And met Hugh Freeze. But the and, bar is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I did not meet Hugh Freeze at a bar. Um, just uh, get that on the record. No, no, the, the two events were separate. I'm sure. I don't think yeah. Bo and Hugh. We do start rumors around here, so. Yeah. That's, that's what Twitter's for. Um, <laughs> no, uh, there's actually a picture even on the gram, I think, to commemorate the Bo Wallace meeting. It was really a lot of years in the making, as I recall. That was, uh, yeah, that was actually the week before signing day in 2013. So that was, like, they brought um, a lot of the highly touted recruits. Um, they were all like, hanging out at the library, which is one of the more popular bars in Oxford because they have an 18 and up section oh. and so that was a, a pretty contentious night i got destroyed on twitter because i had taken i'm just gonna say that i don't live in mississippi anymore so this is all coming out um <laughs> so, Do uh, it. a mississippi state message board actually took me down bad for their yes. tweet they saw that i had tweeted some of that and it was really just all in good fun i mean i wasn't talking to recruits and i wasn't there as a reporter i mean i, I just went back to oxford to visit for a weekend um and it, to them is this big conspiracy because I was working at the Clarion Ledger at the time. Um, you know, oh, see, Clarion Ledger is biased. I'm like, I'm not a sports writer. I just, guys, I'm just hanging out in Oxford. Come on. I went to school uh, here. Yeah, exactly. And so, but that night, uh, well, I, I've told the story before, haven't I? About the, I feel like I have on this show. You've definitely so. told it to me, but yeah, well, I don't know if you... it, I, I think the first time we had her on last football season. Well, she, she's on so much, it's hard to keep up. <laughs> No, but I don't think I told the message board story, so that's the story. I got in a lot of trouble. Do you want to, do you want to throw anybody under the bus right now? Dan uh, Mullen? I, no. <laughs> it wasn't Dan. It was, uh, and it wasn't even, I hate to loop message boards into, like, you know, that they're inherently evil. I, it, it was just, you know, you have a few characters on every one, and I don't even think these people, I think they were banned from this particular board. I don't want to mention the name because fine people work there, or, you know, or not work there. They contribute to it, so... You know how it goes. It's oh, football. no, no. Colbs and I know well about message boards. Uh, oh, yes. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to tell me about that. Now, having said that, I love message boards. I think they're great. But uh, even now, the one uh, the one that, that took me down was, was uh, not that great. I would never go there again. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, I, I, I should have known better. But uh, no, They have a picture of you. They did have a picture of me from my, my – I hear it was photoshopped, but who knows? <laughs> he know claims it was – no, it, the worst part is the Photoshop one was the one without the, uh, well, you know, um, they had to Photoshop <laughs> it. 
Uh, regardless, I, I'm not. I'm not going to go down Spotify. this road again. I'm not going. You know, th- th- it'll be on the cover of our Blu-ray, so you'll you'll know all about it then. Uh, <laughs> Alex, uh, obviously, huge year last year for the Rebs. Uh, just a real. I mean, got to what number three in the polls. Um, suffered a couple of uh, devastating losses down the stretch, unfortunately, and then including a bowl loss that was just. Uh, um, Maybe not unforeseen, but following up a huge Egg Bowl victory over Mississippi State was had to be really surprising. What's the spirit of the Ole Miss fan base right now coming into a season where you've got a – was it 15, 16? I mean, Colby and I, we're, we're, we couldn't think of all of them. I thought it was 15. He thought it was 17, but certainly a lot of returning starters. Uh, what, what's sort of the – like, what, what do you think? Like, as a fan, like, what, what are your expectations for this year? Um, you know, especially after a sort of a red-letter year like last year. Uh, you know, I think definitely you've got a lot of healthy folks this mm. year that ha- that have us optimistic, and that's always kind of a knock on wood situation because you know Laquan was healthy until he wasn't, right? Right. Um, looked <laughs> awesome. He looked at Randy Moss until his leg exploded. Exactly. You know, yeah, and it's obviously you don't want to you don't want to put all of your eggs in the oh they're a healthy team basket and they've got a lot of returning starters basket, but I do think. Um, you know, emotions are high right now, and it's not just because of this particular season and the the quality of the starters coming back and and the strength of of both sides of the ball. I mean, we have really, really. I don't want to say we. I can't believe I said we, but they have. <laughs> no, you know, no, 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 no. You're here as a fan. You're not here. No, no. You're you're absolutely. Well, I know, but I'm not. It doesn't even matter if you're a fan. I'm not playing. So for me to be like, you know, we've got it. We've got a really strong <laughs> offensive line here. Um, you know, I think you starting with a quarterback situation, um, when you look at, even though it's, you know, quote fingers, air quotes up in the air, you look at Chad Kelly, he's a dual Mm. threat. Um, They basically ran the same system at East Mississippi as they do at Ole Miss. Um, There's, you know, a lot of, not, I don't want to say hype. I mean, I don't know what's going on in Oxford and I live in Alabama. So I feel like I kind of miss out on a lot of that fan conversation. But it's not just in a quarterback, though. I mean, I feel like in the past 10 years, even more than that, when Eli left, everybody put all their faith in a quarterback if they thought he was half decent. So you remember Oxford basically exploded when Mazzoli came, and you see mm. how that out. Jacksonville State lost first of the season. Oh, um, he's my favorite Ole Miss quarterback ever, too. <laughs> yeah, when I think of memorable Ole Miss quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't think of Eli or Bo Wallace or Archie Manning. I think of yeah. Jeremiah Mazzoli. But I mean, a lot of people I think aren't making too much about the quarterback situation. I, you know, I thought Bo was strong when he was on, but we all know there was good Bo, there was bad Bo. It's not like, um, you know, that he was Joe Namath and we lost this great, you know, this wasn't like Eli when he left and they knew, okay, Eli was great. How will we ever replace him? Bo had his good and bad moments. I mean, you look at um, the uh, the Peach Bowl, look at that ill-fated game against TCU. Mm. It's, you know, I don't think this is a matter of how will we ever find a bow. I think you look at Chad Kelly, you look at Devontae, you look at Ryan Buchanan. Um, to me, the, the clear pick is going to end up being Chad Kelly. And I think if you look at the people around him, I mean, you've got a healthy Laquan Treadwell, um, you know, arguably best receiver in college football. But even, what about the rest of them? Look at Cody Core, look at Derek Jones, um, look at, you know, DeMaurie Stringfellow, Evan Ingram. I mean, it's a very, very, very strong offensive line. You look at the running backs, um, you know, a healthy Laramie Tunsil is a game changer. You know, it's, you look at even Jalen Walton, Jordan Wilkins. I mean, it's just, it's strong, strong, strong offensive line. And I think um, the, 
that just hasn't been something that's been touted in recent years because of the strong defense. And I mean, the defense is kind of a, a nightmare for an opposing quarterback from, from what I can see. But I think to even see this kind of excitement around the offensive line, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, Colby and I were kind of talking about that before the show about how, you know, Bo Wallace, he had those moments uh, where he looked like a world beater. Yeah. And then it looked like there were moments where he was just just getting beat by the world. Um, You know, and it's sort of – is are you going to be happy? I mean, would it make you happier to have a more consistent passer back there than maybe the Bo roller coaster? Maybe a guy that – not even maybe whose A game could match Bo's A game, but is it just a guy that like, okay – I know he's going to throw for 220 yards. He's going to do two touchdowns. He's not going to turn it out. And like, you just know what you're getting or did you, was there something exciting about Bo Wallace? <laughs> this is like, this reminds me of every conversation I feel like I've ever had with girlfriends of mine. Who, oh yeah. You know, when we talk about boys, like, would you rather just have the safe boy who, you know, you have like sandwich night and you know, like exactly what's going to happen. Or do you want the bad boy? Like maybe he'll show up for dinner at grandma's house and maybe he won't. I mean, maybe like, he'll call you needing him to bail him out of County at 4 a.m. I know. Or if he shows up, he could just be hammered. <laughs> exactly. So baby. Yeah, it's so exciting. And then it's the whole thought of maybe you can change him, right? Um, I think, you know, there was nothing for me as a fan in this age. Because, I mean, we can talk about, you know, I wa- obviously I was in high school when Eli was there and I watched him on TV. And we can talk about Archie, but I wasn't alive then. To be alive and to see a quarterback like Bo when he was having a good day was an incredible thing. Um, and it was all the more heartbreaking you know games like the peach bowl the bowl game we're in atlanta and everyone was really excited about the year and to watch him have an off day i mean i don't think there are clear answers as to why um everybody speculates of course but that was it was new year's eve in atlanta well (laughs) that was just more heartbreaking than anything because you did well if you look at anybody and you see they have these moments of greatness and then you see them fall behind for whatever reason that was that was just it's hard. That's a hard thing, and I'm I'm glad. I remember I was just relieved when um, he was finally done because it's like maybe he can just stop getting so beat up all the time because you you know to go from being the hero of the university for ten for the past ten years we didn't beat Alabama and then all of a sudden they're lifting him on their shoulders and saying Bo you're the best thing we've ever had, but you know all it takes all it takes is that one game and you're at the bottom. So I hated that he ended his season that way, but I do think. You know, Chad definitely has um, a lot of potential. He has a lot of strength. We'll see. I, I just hate getting excited about a quarterback because you just, you just don't know. We haven't seen him play here. I think uh, he's I think he's strong. I would like <laughs> – I mean, it sounds so simple and so silly. Yeah, I'd like a, a consistent quarterback. <laughs> I'd like to know if the ball leaves his hand that it will end up in the hands of one of our receivers. That'd be great. Um, you know, but that's – he's really the only one I'm just so – feel kind of unsure even talking about because haven't seen, don't know what he can do. So So if you're keeping score at home, Alex is ready to settle down. She's done messing around with those bad boy quarterbacks. (laughs) She's had enough. She's like, all right, you know what? Just give me the boring guy. Yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't call Chad Kelly the boring guy considering all that. (laughs) Allegedly. allegedly. What was it? He was going to bring his nine in or? Oh, no. AK-47. Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah. up to date on all my, my guns, my semi automatic But I think, you know, definitely the right coach for him would be here. He's just in terms of his um, kind of spoonful of sugar mentality with, you know, love the boys, don't browbeat them. Um, not to say that that'll work, but I do think when it comes to things like that, 
Hugh as a coach gets very annoyed by it and he doesn't like all the all the outside kind of I don't know fringe silly controversy stuff he just wants to to pay attention and keep them focused on the game so we'll see you know who else loved that Houston Nutt <laughs> he was very focused on his football Colbs yeah yeah I mean we were kind of talking about uh uh Bo Wallace, and it seems like for some reason, and you might answer this, why does everybody seem to get overlooking Ole Miss this year? They bring back a lot of starters, and I know they lose, uh, what's the safety's name? Uh, Sinquez Golson. They lose him and Bo Wallace, but it seems like people are more hung up on the quarterback position, which I know is a huge position, but Bo Wallace, is he was good, but like we're talking about, he had his bad moments as well. So um, I think people are just kind of making that out more than it is, and I think they're under yeah. overestimating or underestimate Ole Miss. Oh, I think so. And, I mean, it's kind of, I guess it's pointless for someone like me to say that. But um, for the first time in a long time, I really do think this is a team getting overlooked. And that's a good thing. I think hype is the worst thing that can happen to a lot of these teams that, you know, haven't even had a shot at a national championship in half a century. And if you get them hyped up before the season, I mean, I saw, what was it, CBS today has us in the Tax Slayer Bowl or something. Mm. <laughs> it's like, if you're even going to predict bowls, can we just stick with, you know, the New Year's Six and just leave the little, like, what, the GoDaddy Bowl? <laughs> the Liberty Bowl. Because it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thing. And I, I think um, preview and predictions are fine. But when you do that, it's just a mentality thing, you know. It gets in it gets in their heads, and it can either be a motivating factor, or it can be a defeating factor. But I do think, um, you know, so much is said about the defense, but it's you know, you look at Robert Kambichi. He is a quarterback's worst nightmare, um, and it's because he can create pressure up the middle. And it's one of these things that I don't think anybody's overlooked his ability, but I think it's easy to forget about when there's a better narrative in the preseason. I mean, everybody loves a who's it going to be story. And that's what – and I hate to, like, bash the media. I'm really not trying to do that. I am the media. <laughs> yeah, how um, dare you? But when you're looking for storylines, it's a lot more intriguing to be like, who will it be? Who's, is it going to be Jack Kelly? Will it be Devontae? Will it be Ryan Buchanan? Then saying, hey, you know this defense that uh, we knew was going to be this strong a few years ago? We were right. Like, there's just nothing – um, really there. I mean, I, I, my prediction, and this is not a prediction that I'm saying will absolutely be right. And that if somebody comes back to me in a few months, I'm not going to cry over it. I think they'll lose to Bama. I think they'll lose to Auburn. I think that's it. Oh, I think they're going 10 and two. I oh, oh my, wait, wait, wait. There's gotta be another loss that you're not, that you're not, that you haven't accounted for. Right? No. Uh, another, <laughs> uh, another SEC West division team. No, I'm sorry. Not Mississippi State. You got them this year. <laughs> well, I mean, what's funny is that I do think the state game is up in the air because it always is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's never a game that it doesn't matter how good the teams are or how bad they are. That's just a, you never really know. But I do think they can. Uh, I'm, I think this is the year. I do. I think wow. 10 and 2. 10 and 2. So a better year than last year. I've never made a prediction that high about Ole Miss. Let's just say that. Wow, and I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you what you foresaw for the season. So you kind of just you, you saved me. Uh, <laughs> you, you saved me one of my questions. That's a. Uh, I mean, but it, it wouldn't surprise me either because that's what Colby and I were saying. Like people are even picking Mississippi State ahead of Ole Miss, but I can't figure out why. Like yeah, Mississippi I mean, State besides Dak Prescott's returned like seven starters total. Yeah, count yeah. back. And, uh, and that was a team that was sort of greater than the sum of their parts last year. You know, they had some moments. I mean, they they won some big games, but they had some moments. 
where they were imminently beatable. Uh, you look back on it, you know, they lost to Ole Miss, lost to Alabama, Arkansas could have beaten them. I mean, you had Mississippi State not taking anything away from them. They were 10-3. and three. They easily could have been about 7-5. and five. I mean, with, with just, a, you know, so it's – and that was with those players. You know, and then they lost a lot of their defense, and, you know, Dak's going to be asked to carry a – I mean, I guess I'd, what I'm saying is I'd rather be in Ole Miss's position with – Absolutely. You know, with eight returning starters from a top five defense than the best quarterback in the SEC last year, and that's it. Like, it's a one-man exactly. show. Well, so. yeah, and I, I think you saw that, um, you know, kind of going back to what we were just talking about with the quarterback situation, it's just a, always a sexier story. Um, you saw that with, with Eli. I mean, he definitely – he had some years in there where he had strong people around him, but Eli was the kind of quarterback that – if he had what the Ole Miss team has this year, they could have been national champions, you know I mean? But you can't do it without support. You can't do it without uh, strong receivers. You can't, you know, he, uh, he cannot do it alone. And he generally speaking of the quarterback. Um, and I think that's the thing with Dak. I'm not taking anything away from Dak, obviously very talented. Um, I don't think that the rest of the team at state is enough to carry them, but I also could see them, you know, doing well and having maybe some last minute down to the wire. I mean, I do think some of those Ole Miss wins, um, especially in the West, that's that's going to come down to like last minute. You know, I don't think these are going to be um, steamrolling <laughs> at all. You have too many good teams. And, and that's an exciting thing. You like that. And I think there will be some heartbreakers in there for sure. But uh, we'll see. I don't know. I, I think that with a healthy team on both sides of the ball, um, if they stay – consistent and we'll see what what chad does or whomever ends up being the quarterback i i think they they've got a lot of potential and you know i i watched us beat bama last year so you never know i don't think they doing it in tuscaloosa though totally different ball game all right here's the question are you going to be at bryant denny stadium when ole miss invades whenever that day is yes oh i will i got you you're coming to my house i gotta i gotta go see my people yeah, you, you know, you've already sort of uh, made your plans, your travel plan for the fall. You're going to be at quite a few of these. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. In, including um, as uh, many. February 7th. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. November 7th. Oh, yeah. She's going to be at the Arkansas <laughs> game. She's, she's very, she's very um, excited about it. Yes. I see there are a few that are just, <laughs> there are a few that are important just to my family. And so obviously the Arkansas game is one of them, just like the Alabama game is important to me now um, because this is my home. And I have so many friends who went to Bama and um, God bless them. (laughs) So this is a great opportunity, but Arkansas game is always going to be like the, that's going to feel like the home game for me where I can get, I can see people that I grew up with. And that's just always a fun time. We always, you know, everybody roasts the pigs in the Grove and that's going to be fun. Um, obviously LSU coming to Oxford, Mm. that's just an event. Like it's kind of like going to Talladega. You got to do it at least once. You got to come to Oxford to see LSU go out in the Grove, just like you got to go to Baton Rouge for a game. Um, probably won't go to Starkville for the Egg Bowl. Well, would you? (laughs) I mean, I can make so many jokes, but you know, I've never been to an Iron Bowl before. And so, I mean, unless that game is critical unless it's so up in the air and it's going to be so um, intense. I don't think it will be. I will probably end up going to the Iron Bowl just to see it. I'm actually, so I'm not using your show to plug my stuff, but I will say. Oh, please. No, absolutely. By all <laughs> means. Um, I'm taking a, a project 
along with the magazine this year with uh, my friends over at V Sporto who Oh, um, we love V Sporto. We're with V Sporto. Well, we were. I don't I don't yeah, know what our set. Call me. Okay, yeah, we, we are. are. Yeah. Yeah, they, they they put us on, so Oh, they put you on the uh, Razorback Sports Radio? Well, we've been doing this, but we're their Razorback beat. So yeah, we're we're in the we're we're all in this together sort of thing. Yeah, we're so. on the Razorback oh, radio. Well this is this is just great cross promotion then. Um it's I'm almost be, meant to be. I'm gonna be doing a, a weekly podcast that's essentially if you listen to um, NPR, if you've ever heard of This American Life, it's just oh, yeah. a great show about you know, stories built around themes i'm gonna be doing that with sec coverage so um it'll be 30 minutes to an hour every week we're still working out the details but i'll be you know it it can be topics from anything that could be really fun like we could talk about tailgating spots to more to deeper things like people and this is just a, a personal thing that i know i'll cover soon people who have lost close family members who those family members sparked their love for football and kind of how that connection keeps going even after they're gone because of the love of the game. Um, you know, we're coming up on five years, the anniversary of the Harvey Updike poisoning oh. around the world. Has that been five years? Five years almost. Yeah. And um, that happened in 2010. So of course, you know, I'll be bringing on different people, different perspectives, all based around this kind of unifying theme because I do think SEC fan culture, it's more than the tailgate and it's more than the, hey, hey, we all have our own slogans and our own colors. This is embedded in our lives and that's not something we have to be ashamed of. It's like anything else. And so it's really me kind of digging deeper into those stories and just looking into the sports fan mentality. You know, when we get closer to signing day, I definitely want to Look at the fact, I mean, even though we all laugh at it, it's absurd how many people, if a kid decommits from their school, he oh. has no honor, he has no integrity. But if a kid flips to their school, he's a star, you know? And um, things like that. We, we need to just stop and look at it. Not, it's not criticizing. It's really just an opportunity to talk to people who are passionate about the game. So that being said, that's why I kind of, you know, it won't break my heart if I miss the Egg Bowl. I'll still be watching it in some form, but I would just love to attend an Iron Bowl, and I think this will be a great year to do it. Oh, absolutely, especially if Auburn, you know. They, no, it's not like a great project. I, I was not, when, was all, when were all these plans made? We've actually, oddly enough, something like this, D-Sport and I have with, since I lived in Mississippi, you know, they originally were based out of Madison, Mississippi. They're based in San Francisco now. Um, but I've just been in talks with them and it just never worked and never worked. And I've, I've gone on a few of the shows sometimes um, or, you know, been interviewed for their overarching network, but they've kind of been after me for years. And so at media days this year, um, we finally got that worked out. And it's just, a, it'll be a fun kind of general, you know, anybody can have fun listening to it. It's not, it kind of goes against what Fisporto is, is all about. This fact that people want to listen to team specific programming. And I agree with that. Um, but this, this is the kind of thing it's like SEC network programming. It's a, it's a general look. Yes. And we will use stories and interviews from specific teams, but everybody can relate to that. Everyone. If you're an SEC fan, you get it. It doesn't matter what your record was last year. It doesn't matter how many national championships you have. There's something different and something interesting and something special about being an sec football fan so the fact that i mean i think that that whole spiel i think alabama just claimed another national title just <laughs> based on you you being well, a resident of the state now <laughs> yeah while you were talking yeah they, they just claimed the august 2015 national title so that's what number 18 i don't know, I, can't, I can't even keep count I mean, I mean the sec is so crazy i was actually um, i've got a couple friends who are having weddings on Arkansas Razorback games this year, but I was listening to the SC Network and uh, Paul Feinbaum was actually talking about an Alabama fan 
He hadn't missed a game in like 30 years, and his daughter got married, and he said, you know, I'm not going to be able to make your wedding, but I'll be there at the reception. So it kind of <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you all something, and Charlie knows. I mean, Logan, you might have been there too, actually. Um, Logan's actually MIA tonight. Oh, wait, wait. I, that, duh. Okay. Sorry. I don't know why I'm No. Just... Well, you expect him to be there, but, you know, Lo- Logan's going through uh, – he's, he's taking some personal journeys. Lo- Logan, uh, <laughs> Logan says he'll be back by week one. I just think that's so funny because this entire time in the back of my head, I was like, he's being so quiet. <laughs> like, God, I like it. Why can't Logan be like this more often? Anything. But then it, it occurred to me just now, he's, he's probably not here. Um, but you remember Lene got married the day. My, so my best friend growing up, Lene Lonigan, also went to school with Charlie. Her, her wedding day was on the Week. day of Ole Miss home game. Uh-huh. It, it was, and it was just because she wanted her wedding date. She got married in 2011. She wanted it to be 9, 10, 11, so it was September 10th of that year. Mm-hmm. And I don't miss Ole Miss home games if I'm within a few hours or if I, if I don't have anything pressing. And I could not believe it. And I was like, do I still have to be in your wedding? <laughs> am, I, am I forced to do it? She's the only person that I've ever, ever, ever missed a game for their wedding. And I'm going to have to find something that's, that, you know, that that's special to her because – I'm going to destroy her life when I get married. She's going to have to just jump through so many hoops <laughs> to do that. I still haven't forgiven her for it. And it was like a non-conference. I think it was one of those like directional schools in I Illinois. I think it was, yeah, somebody in Louisiana. Arkansas played uh, North Texas, I believe, that same day. Because, that, Colby, that was the, the game at War Memorial where they had the red, white, and blue. Because it was oh, the day yeah. before. Um, it, it, so that was the game that we missed. Like you know, So we went back. We were going to watch it. But I uh, I had so much so many cold beverages to drink at the uh, Cokes I'm sure, um, <laughs> at, at the wedding that I, I wouldn't it, it wouldn't have mattered uh, at all like I wouldn't remember any of the game and you know we rolled by so much but um, oh I do oh I recall that yeah and um, I gotta tell you if it had been it had been a tough decision if it had been you know Alabama or Ole Miss or a conference game if it had been Auburn I mean man I I, I do love Lene and Rich. I mean, I think we made the most of it, like, looking back on it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I had a horrible time. <laughs> I had a great time at that wedding. Um, but, you know, I would, you know, if I get married, it's definitely not going to be in the fall. It's not going to be anywhere near oh, no. the fall season. It's just a common courtesy. Or, like, the least you could do is if you know the majority, and I think this probably will be a topic on my show at some point, but if you know the majority of the people there are fans of a certain team, wait until a bye week. Just wait until a bye week. <laughs> enough to where they can watch it on tv or something you know set up the provisions i just think that is etiquette guys there's got to be sec etiquette <laughs> so, there's only three months yeah, that, that, that uh, they play the football so mine I mean, me unless you go to the national championship yeah but you know there's a period there's a period there you know like december you know december we you know winter wedding would be nice i guess sure are you proposing right now? <laughs> like, uh, I hadn't intended right, on it, but you know, December, just drop it. I mean, if, if it's a yes, then you can say yes. If it's a no, <laughs> just, just call me after the after the, the after the, the show. Then, um, Colby, what were you saying? Okay. I was just saying it. Me and my wife were playing together Tennessee game, and then her best friend uh, decided she's getting married that day, and then we're like, oh, we'll go to the Ole Miss game, and then my brother-in-law decided he's going to get married. So it's like crap. Mm, I'll be the Ole Miss game I really want to go to the Tennessee game buddy so um I'll tell you how they are I'll take a picture for you well I'm sure I'll have my mobile device out and oh no man, <laughs> oh no I'm gonna text Ricky so quick <laughs> Ricky Ricky you better get your man <laughs> she, she would me kill like, oh, me you're embarrassing me 
And then, like, there'll just be, a, like, when you close, like, the app, when you close the Game Center app, it'll just be a picture <laughs> of my mug on the background. I'm just like, gotcha. I'll probably actually <laughs> hit the volume button, and it'll be like, touchdown Arkansas or something. Hopefully it's Arkansas, not, like, Tennessee. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, all right, so uh, I, got, I got one last one. Colby might have one. Alex, what do you see happening on that November 7th date? Um, Arkansas Ole Miss. Are you asking for a score? Yes, yeah, score and just, you know. or I mean, if you think it's going to be real one-sided, you can just say pain, whatever you feel like. <laughs> Torture. Um, no, I do not think it's going to be one-sided whatsoever. Um, I, that's one of those games I could easily see – I don't want it to end as tragically as Ole Miss Auburn ended last year with somebody getting hurt, but I can definitely see it coming back um, or coming down to the to the last few plays. I'm going to say, I haven't given it much thought, so this is totally just pulling it out of nowhere, <laughs> but um, I'm going to go 35-28 Ole Miss. Rebs. She's, she's got the, the Rebs hanging 35 on uh, Rob Smith, Colby. <laughs> Am I, do I need to get a prediction, too, I guess? Go for yeah. it, buddy. Go no, for I it. No, I mean, this game, me and Chuck were actually talking about this before you joined, but this game just scares me. I always get kind of nervous when you beat okay. a team pretty bad going in, especially a good team, and then you have to go on the road. And, you know, the team that wins you sometimes gets overconfident, and then the other team kind of wants revenge, is looking for revenge. So I, I, this game really makes me nervous. Um, I don't know. This one's just a toss-up. I can't – if I had to pick, I'm going to say uh, 28-24 Arkansas. I actually picked Arkansas to win um, 27-22 in my uh, Friday column. Uh, okay. Predicted the, uh, but again, it was, it's one uh, same thing as Colby. Just really like we haven't won on the road, and so and again, there, there I'm with we. Arkansas hasn't won on the road in so long on the SEC road that it's just it's hard to predict them to win a game. If you know until they actually do it. I mean, I could see it. Like I said, Ole Miss just has so much back and. Hugh just seems to have Arkansas's number with the exception of last year. It just I I don't know. I'm not super confident in it. I see it as being tight as well, but I think it could also be a sw- I think it'll be a swing game for each team. Mm-hmm. As, you know, so the winner will actually have sort of the inside track. So Yeah, just um, this that this is one of the games that scares me the most. Probably that in Tennessee because you kinda know what you're getting from Alabama, you know you're getting from Auburn. But Ole Miss, it just it just scares me because it's, it's such I think a big game, like you're saying, it's uh, kind of get, gives you the inside track. You know, you could go from you know middle or upper part of the, the division, or you could be at the lower end. You know, it's just such. And I think this con the con or the division is close as it was last year from one to seven. Arkansas was seven, and they were playing as good as anybody last year. Um, I think it might be even closer this year. Well, you know, when oh, you yeah. well, when you go to play the University of Ole Miss at home, <laughs> it's a uh, uh, it's always, I mean, you you got you to have your head on a swivel. It's always a vicious uh, contest. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, think I agree. If, I think if Arkansas wins, it's going to be close, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if Ole Miss, you know, blew Arkansas. I think it's going to be a close game regardless, but if you tell me one team's going to blow another team out, I'd say Ole Miss is going to be the one that blows out Arkansas. I just don't think Arkansas have the offensive prowess to blow a lot of teams out, I think is the, the will be the big issue, but... You know, um, Colbs, you have anything else for uh, for Alex Mack? Um, that, that's all I have. Man, Alex, any th- any parting shots? Oh no, you! I never trash talk. You know that. No, I mean, dude, it, it doesn't have to be a shot shot. It could just be a a comment. It could be a you know, it could be <laughs> anything. It doesn't really matter. Say no, it's on your mind. I, Say it's on your mind. <laughs> the therapy session. Yeah, you know, Alex. Daniel. Um, no, you know, I'm excited about the season. I'm excited about um, seeing how everything plays out. I mean, if 
somebody asks me my opinion about Arkansas, I will be very respectful. Mm. Y'all know, though, I'll just never understand the hog call. I will never get it. I'll never understand it. You're, you're calling the hogs. It's, 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 you, you just said it. But the hogs don't ever, like, hogs don't come when you call them like that. Oh, they do, though. <laughs> oh, well, Lord, I, do I don't they understand ever. why Auburn, I don't know if they're an eagle or a tiger. I'm still trying to figure out that one. Oh, I, I mean, I know the story behind it, but still, it's like, pick one. But, I mean, that's another just interesting thing. Look at how many schools are like that. Ole Miss being one of them, of course. We're bear, we're bear rebels. We're rebel bears. That's and true. even Alabama, they're, they're the Crimson Tide elephants. <laughs> they got Big Al, yeah. So, you know, really, Arkansas is the most normal school, except for maybe LSU. And, again, that's just – if you t- if, anytime you start a sentence with Arkansas and LSU, the two most – got – problems like you just got a wacky you know there's just a lot of a lot of that's a conversation i'm not ready to have right now like you know i like the themed uh tailgate you were talking about roasting the pig are you gonna have <laughs> lsu game alex oh yeah of course there's 100%. usually a, a corn dog stand the problem is you won't know the difference because all the lsu people are gonna have it on their breath anyway so they're just gonna i know they're gonna be stumbling <laughs> about you know sipping moonshine and whatnot it's like oh this is this corn is terrible um, well, Alex, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for coming on. Um, we will be in touch. I'm sure we'll have you on the week before the game if you're uh, available. And uh, I'm sure we'll be in contact. Definitely. We'll be in contact for sure uh, the next couple of weeks, just uh, not football-related potentially, just uh, in general. I-, I plan on being at some of the t- same tailgates as you this fall. Um, I'm sure good times will be had <laughs> by at least one of us. We're going to be in the same places at the same time. Same place at the same time, you know. Um, so this is going to be a lot of fun to be had. I really believe that. Well, I'm pumped about it. And and delete that picture of me wearing that old mishap from um, from uh, that one weekend you were visiting. That, that doesn't need to see the light of day. It's already it's on my Instagram, dude. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. Just need to, you know, the football rapidly approaching. We're going to need to, you know, just needs yeah. to, it needs to fall out of rotation probably. Or just, like, print it and make it very large for the uh, Arkansas game. It's going to make me look bad. It's going to make me look look worse than I already am. I'm already kind of a shady character. Yes. V-Sporto and the yeah. Hawkcast might fire you. <laughs> we're, we're just going to run this guy <laughs> off. There's too, there's too many character concerns here. <laughs> oh, Alex, Thanks, always a pleasure. Guys. Colby? Yeah, Alex, a Thanks pleasure. for coming on. Oh, Pedro, Thanks I'll, for having me. Oh, no problem. No problem. Thanks for coming on. I think this is your third appearance. So that's, um, that's so a I'm lot. a veteran. You are a veteran. Exactly. We, we don't even have to have a script anymore. We just ask you to come on. You come on. <laughs> We've and... never had a script. <laughs> right. No, we Some wrote, like, do. the first time you come on, we, like, each wrote down questions and everything. And then now it's, I mean, overall, like, the episodes, like, I used to write questions out and now it's like, oh, you know, and just kind of jump on and do it. Not saying I'm good or anything, but just like, hey, it is what it is. Hey, Colbs, we're veterans of the process now, buddy. <laughs> like, like we've been doing this over a year now together. That's true. We got a lot of chemistry on this end of the line. They might as well wow, call us Maybe y'all should get married in December. <laughs> maybe. Well, Colby's already married. He's expecting a young one. So, I mean, I don't, I'm no homewrecker. I'm a lot of things, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I can back up when I can back up when I know I'm beaten. So, <laughs> you know, but only when I know I'm beaten. Only when it's obvious to everybody. So, Alex, thank you. Colby, thank you. And, uh, gang, let's do it again. Thanks for listening.